The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Craig. Welcome to our show. Well, the Raiders have made some moves, some pretty good moves, really, and the CBA rumbles and bumbles and fumbles its way through the news. We're going to talk about that and more here on show 303. On today's show, we will have Rod is God. As I used to say for Rod Woodson, our new defensive backs coach, we're going to hit on that. A great pickup, I think, for the Oakland Raiders. Also, Mike Lombardi. Boy, there's a name that raises its ugly ass. We're going to talk about that punk and all the stuff that had to go on with him. And the joke that is the CBA. Give me a break. I'm going to tell you what it's like from a union perspective and a reality check on the numbers, folks. That and more here on this wonderful show. Better late than never, I say. (laughs) That's right. Well, before I get into the show, I have to address a couple of issues that have been in the news of late. First of all, Donald, I'm a lion mofo Rumsfeld, comes out calling the Raiders an evil team, and who would have the gall to be a fan? Well, (laughs) coming from the biggest liar in the 21st century... One of the men solely responsible for the war in Iraq, the guy who won't apologize for all the U.S. citizens uh, that have been killed as far as military in that country and all the money we spent there. You know what, Donald? I think you should just shut your pie hole and call it a day, dude, because the Raider Nation knows you very well. Thanks for nothing. Loser! (laughs) got to hit on that another story that i heard rumblings about was champ bailey coming to oakland well you know what he's a good defensive back you know one of those guys they call a so-called shutdown corner we've we've burned him many times actually champ bailey's old he's long in the tooth and they're not going to let him leave denver i i don't think and if even if he did you know, I, I just don't know if I could handle his smug little mug uh, on the sideline for the silver and black. I just don't like Champ Bailey. I've never liked Champ Bailey. And I'm, I'm afraid deep down inside he hates the silver and black. So I, <laughs> I'd be one to say, Champ Bailey, yeah, forget it. We don't want him. We don't want to have to pay him. I'd rather keep Namdi for crying out loud and not worry about Chump Bailey And that is all I have to say about that.
to LA to Las Vegas Cause I'm a player, a boss player And if you with me, pop your collar, shake them haters I'm a waiter, open raider From the Bay to LA to Las Vegas Cause I'm a player, a boss player And if you with me, pop your collar, shake them haters I'm a raider Rod is God As they used to say in Pittsburgh, Baltimore and Oakland, Rod Woodson, defensive back of the decade, I'm sure, comes to Oakland as the defensive backs coach, and boy, do we need his wisdom. Woodson played 17 NFL seasons. 17, man, that is insane. And out of 17, 11 Pro Bowl appearances from 1987 to 2003. The final with the Raiders, of course. He made three appearances in the Super Bowl, one with Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Oakland. Having a ring on his finger, the guy knows his job. Well-known throughout the league as a great teacher, he has graced the Oakland Raiders with his presence, and he's desired this chance for a long time. He's been in media, you know, the sports media, ESPN, and the like for a while, and the guy is just a good teacher. I've seen some film on him. And I think he's going to make a big difference on our defensive backs team. Now, Mitchell will learn a great deal. I mean, everyone will benefit. There's been talk as well as he might be able to help to coerce Namdi into staying in Oakland. I think Woodson was a great pickup. It adds validity to the coaching staff and stability to the defense. You know, these players are going to really listen to this guy. The guy is a radar. He is a champion Raider. We've had those guys before. I think he brings a new energy and a new way of taking care of business. I'm telling you, Mike Mitchell is going to be on fire this year. Uh, Woods is going to make sure that his hard-hitting Raider-type football uh, attitude of winning, I mean, come on, man. What else could we ask for in a coach? Gosh, it's great to see this hire I think it was a fabulous decision. Great move, Mr. Davis and Mr. Jackson. A nice thing uh, that we can help our defensive backs get even better than they are right now. Good pickup, and I think we are going to see benefits for years to come. Welcome back to the Raider Nation, Rod Woodson. I love it! And look who raises his ugly ass. Again, none other than Michael Lombardi, once a proud member of the Mike Herrera-John Taylor Trio. In a proud tradition of snakeism, lieism, and spyism, Michael Lombardi filled his role at the Oakland Raiders right alongside the likes of John Herrera and Mike Taylor. The, re- the three-headed snake, which I called it, was a viperous crew peeping through keyholes and listening underneath bathroom stalls. The three snaked their way into uh, the Raider front office. Uh, Lombardi was a hitman for Al Davis. He did all the dirty work along with the other two guys. I mean, this was the crew. These are the guys that snuck around, like I said. 
Art Shell pointed this out, quite frankly, during the 2006 dark times, probably the darkest times in our history. However, the buffoonery rang out big time when Lombardi's name was mentioned uh, by Art Shell as being a snake, uh, calling him out directly. Well, not directly, but we knew who the guy was. Mike Lombardi and his comments about Namdi Asamoah or anything else that's Raider-related I have no validity in my mind. I've never believed a thing he said. Al Davis also, when Lombardi was fired, didn't have a whole lot of positive things to say other than the fact that he worked here quite a while and he was all right, quote-unquote Mr. Davis. Lombardi has no legs underneath him for our team. He has no loyalty to the Raiders by any means, and any story that will glorify his name will be up front and he'll comment on it like he did the Asamoah situation. So let me go on a tangent right now because we have guys like Lombardi and other jokers talking about what the Raiders are going to do on free agency. Let me just fucking go on a, tra- a rant right now because I'm sick of fucking hearing it. And even from Raider fans, it's blown me away the lack of confidence a lot of people have in this team. Now listen, I understand if you're a Patriots fan, okay, Because your team has been stable, you have a consistency about you, there's not a lot of buffoonery that goes on, and you're probably pretty comfortable in this offseason, even with the CBA horseshit going on. But unstable teams, and I hate to call us that, but that's who we are. We've had so many coaching changes, we have so many player changes, we've had a lot of turmoil in the last seven years. This fan base is a little paranoid. For good freaking reason, because dumb decisions have been made, foolish decisions have been made, and here we are. And in an offseason, with an unstable agreement with the the players' union and the owners and the possibility of a lockout, rumors about free agents leaving a team like the Raiders, it's great news. Anybody... As somebody farts it, it's going to go on the main wire because it's news. It's football news, and today's media is swarms on anything, and I mean anything. So our free agent pool, you can bet your ass that Amy Trask, that's right, the one with the brains, the, the, the bombshell woman in the front office, the head of the show, the CEO, is taking care of business. I have no doubt She's taking care of business with all of our free agents. Zach Miller, Michael Bush, Huff. I know people are questionable. I think Woodson's going to help all our DBs. I think we should keep all of them. But let's not get too far from my rant now. Come on. The Raiders aren't stupid. We're taking care of business now behind closed doors like we always do. And it's going to get taken care of. I just don't see Namdi going anywhere else. I don't see any real movement this year. There's a lot of uncertainty. And, you know, I'm telling you, don't freak out on our free agents. The Raiders are doing their job. They're doing their due diligence. Bush is going nowhere. Namdi's going nowhere. I'm saying this because I believe that's in the best interest of our team. And I think that's what's going to get done here because I believe we're building a coaching staff that sees that that's the way to victory because these guys aren't going to have a job unless we win. That's precisely why they they uh, signed Seymour to his deal, and they paid him all the money. I mean, he's the highest-paid defensive player in the league. 
Thank you again, Al Davis. The other owners hate us for that shit. We don't care. We're going to keep the players that are good and pay them their salary, whatever the market will bear. That's how Al Davis does it. I see it happening with Namdi, Miller, Bush, you name it, all those guys. We need to keep them. He knows we need to keep them. He wants the Super Bowl. Al Davis ain't jacking around, folks. I think the deals will get done. Uh, he can't show his hand, but I think the deals will get done because it's in the best interest of our team. Well, it's time to talk about the joke that is the NFL CBA. Yeah. As much as the NFL and all the other people that have an interest in the money like to talk about how it's not about money, that's exactly <laughs> what it's about. It's not about player safety. Nope. It's nearly not about two games added to the season. Nope. That was a ploy by the ownership. It's about the $9 billion pie that's going to be divided up this next NFL season. You know, you got teams that need new stadiums. You got rookie salary cap. You got the two extra games, like I said. And, you know, <clears throat> there's a million other issues that are involved here. But here's the bottom line for this Raider fan. What I see are billionaire babies. And I'm not talking about the players. I'm talking about the fucking owners. There's a lot of things that can happen. There can be a lockout. There can be a strike. There could be a decertification. There can be a, a breakup of the union. There could be a lot of things, but I don't think any of that will come true. Think about it. $9 billion. $9 billion industry. And you know that the NFL is not taxable? You know the NFL plays absolutely no taxes because of their tax status. They don't have to. I don't know why. Are they a nonprofit? <laughs> Amazing. $9 billion. And the billionaire owners like Jerry Jones are getting away with murder because they're really, under the old agreement, they had to share revenue because the teams that make the most revenue uh, will continue to do better, be able to buy better players and do everything else. It just makes perfect sense that there is a revenue sharing when it comes to this league because it gives smaller franchises, franchises with not the economic power, to afford to buy good players, thus keeping the league competitive and entertaining. Now, if the big boys don't want to play with the little boys, then the little boys aren't going to have enough money to buy members of teams, I mean, star players. What kind of entertainment would there be when you knew every game that the Rams played they would lose, or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or the Seahawks, or whoever? We're talking about teams that would have absolutely no hope. The contrary thought is, well, you should diversify your company as a team like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Seahawks, or the Texans. They should have another company like a, a shipping company or a construction company to help support uh, their franchise because it's not the owners of the major franchises that responsibility 
to make sure you make money. Well, therein lies the rub now, doesn't it? How would you like to see, like I said, teams losing, guaranteed to lose because they can't afford to sign the players? You'd have a team like the Cowboys that has every star player on it. What a great league that would be. Let's not be ridiculous here. And the NFL isn't ridiculous. I think there's enough people there that'll figure it out. They'll get that $9 billion because, trust me, they don't want to lose that $9 billion next year. That's a lot of money we're talking, folks. The players are always going to be the ones that are going to be villainized. Okay, They're going to be the ones that are greedy. They're, they want too much money. Hey, man, they get what the market bears. They make money for their owners, and it's a win-win situation for both of them to come to an agreement. It is a very much lose-lose situation for them not to. And the twists and turns that we've been hearing on the media are just old hat. There's nothing new with this agreement compared to agreements in the past. Yes, they want to add two extra games. But as far as a bargain goes, it's the same argument they've had for years. You know, sharing revenue has been a big problem. Free agent, you know, salary caps, all the stuff we're still talking about is still an issue, except in years past, the media has not been on it like they are this year. I mean, it's like a, you know, a media fest when anything is said about the CBA. And they love it when there's contention. I mean, gosh, you know, look at it. ESPN, BSPN, a Fox Sports. I mean, all of them. They love it. They love to hear the turmoil, man, because it's news. Not to worry, Raider Nation. It's going to get done. It's going to happen. I don't know when, but they'll get it done. I have perfect confidence that we'll have a season. Uh, but however, I will say this right now. I am not giving the Raiders a penny until there's a signature on that paper. Now, they have a deadline for their their tickets, yada, yada, yada. I understand that. And as it gets closer to the deadline for purchasing my seats, I've already explained to them, I will give them the money when they sign an agreement and I know I will have a game. As a fan, this is the only way that I can express my dissatisfaction with all the shenanigans going on with the ownership. I'm telling you, if every fan of every team held off on their season tickets, then there'd be a whole lot more effort involved in these talks. Because I'll tell you right now, the owners would be hurting because they wouldn't have their coffers getting filled by season ticket holders' money this early in the year. I ain't giving my money because I ain't seeing no tickets. And the other thing here with the Raiders, if you don't give your money in a certain amount of time, I think it's by March. So, um, <laughs> but no, maybe it's June. But long story short, if you don't give your money in, then you don't get the fancy tickets. That's what they tell you. Well, if you don't have your money in by such and such a date, then the tickets will be a regular ticket and not a fancy ticket. Well, I don't give a crap what the ticket looks like because that ticket's going to make me a seat. It's going to get me to my seat every game, and I don't care what it looks like. It could look like a piece of paper with this ticket belongs to me on it. I don't care because it's about the football game, not about the ticket. It's about the revenue sharing. It's not about anything else. And as far as the, the two extra games for season – my opinion, listen, let's just make more playoffs. I would rather see them add two extra games at the end of the season in the playoff structure 
So the teams like Tampa Bay that had 11 wins last year had a chance to get to the Super Bowl. There's a lot of teams being left out in the cold that deserve it, not the Seahawks <laughs> with their record, the record low, that is. They should never have been in there. But I think if they're going to add play games this season, they should be at the end of the season, not the beginning of the season. And that would make it so that fans that actually buy season tickets don't have to waste their money on that additional game. We could pay for one preseason game. That's it. Thank you very much. Goodbye. I'd really rather pay for no preseason game. But that's the way I'm going because it's just a practice you got to pay for. And that's some bullshit. And the owner's been getting away with that forever. Don't worry about the CBA. It'll get handled. It's a joke because the media is making it a joke. And it'll get handled. All the issues, all the what-ifs will be signed, sealed, and delivered by kickoff next season. That, I'm telling you, is a $9 billion promise from Raider Greg. And that is all I have to say about that. It's time for the Bone Line. Bad to the bone. 1-800-620-7181. Throw your bones right here at the Raider Nation Podcast. I know you guys do it. You got to. It's the offseason. We know. But still, check out www.raidernationpodcast.com. Get on the forum. It's still hopping. Things still popping. Things still happening. Uh, the NFL at this time, it's very slow, but we know that things are happening, man, and we need to hear what you got to say. So let's see who is on the line first. First, we have Raider JLH trying to find his way here. <laughs> he found it eventually. Check him out. Yeah, this is Raider JLH from Visalia, California. You know, after seeing uh, today's news and shit, I am deeply disappointed that fucking Tim Brown did not get elected for the second consecutive year into the Pro Bowl. I don't know what kind of fucking Neanderthals are out there, but it's a... I mean, I said Pro Bowl. Holy fuck, what the fuck am I thinking? I think I had too many beers already. The Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. They, whatever Neanderthals they have in that freaking Hall of Fame committee, you need to get the fuck out of there. This is JLH, Raider JLH, signing out. Goodbye. Lysalia. Tim Brown, Ray Guy, Tom Flores, Jim Plunkett. I Just to name a few, Lester Hayes. Need I go on? I mean, come on. It brings the NFL Hall of Fame to a low-end uh, media spectacle. In my mind, uh, the guys that need to be in there aren't in there. And I'm not talking just on our team, on other teams as well. They better figure that shit out because it's becoming a joke uh, quickly in this Raider fan's eyes. And that is that. Next, we have Tony from South Oakland. You know who that is? That's San Diego, man. Our house on any Raider game. What you got to say, brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Tony calling from South Oakland, San Diego, California area, and I just got three things that I want to throw out to you uh, here in the off offseason. Uh, was very happy with the season uh, in moving forward. 
and then uh, heartbroken to see the cable guy leave just in the uh, just in the area of continuity. Uh, hopefully, uh, the new coach uh, Jackson can uh, can maintain some continuity uh, so we can you know move forward. Uh, also, the, the free agent situation regarding uh, Namdi is uh, very troubling. So I would just like to say three things. Uh, first of all, Namdi Asamoa, very, very important to figure out how to keep him. Uh, secondly, uh, Chad Ochocinco, as much of a clown as he has been, I think would be a great addition to the Raiders, uh, give us a good, uh, you know, sort of a premium receiver option. Uh, and then thirdly, and all Raider fans should be uh, aware of this, and, and, you know, this is super, super important for the franchise, general manager. We need a general manager. Uh, Al Davis needs to figure that scenario out, loosen up the purse strings, or let go of some of this control that he thinks he has, and get us a general manager so we can, uh, you know, move forward and have uh, more success in the future. Thanks, guys. Uh, much love to the Raider Nation. Peace out. Well, I think we're going to get Namdi done. I think that's a done deal. Uh, the general manager thing, uh, well, that's not a done deal. That's not going to happen, partner. I don't see it happening unless something happens to Al, something dramatic. Uh, that could be a possibility. But until then, man, the old man is hanging on. He wants to get another Super Bowl, and that's why I think uh, we might get Ocho Cinco. We might get Chad here. I don't mind uh, that pick. I think he's going to be a, a good addition if we get him. We just have to see where the money goes. Uh, I'd rather keep all the guys we have and then add one one more guy like that and have it cost us somebody we, we could need here in the future. So good, good pick. Ocho Stinko could be the man. Next, we have my good brother, Raider Tony from San Francisco. Don't you f call it Frisco. Hello, Raider Nation. It's me, Raider Tony, over in uh, San Francisco. And, uh, boy, wasn't it a great Super Bowl? It was nice to watch the Squealers get beat. I was kind of hoping that uh, that they were going to get routed, and it looked like they were going to get blown out there for a while. And uh, and then Woodson went down, and Driver went down, and you know the Packers losing three starters weren't able to uh, to kick their ass like I was kind of hoping they would, but they still won, so I was happy. Um, I think that uh, I just got done listening to the latest podcast, and um, man, Raider Greg, I mean. I just, I, it's always great to get some, you know, Raider news from the podcast and, you know, hear the fans, my fellow Raider Nation, speak the truth because God knows the media certainly don't cover shit. And, uh, you know, it's nice hearing all this. Bresnahan coming back as a defensive assistant. You know what I think? I think that he's just an assistant for now. I, I agree with you. With what you said, I think we're going to interview Winston Moss. I think actually that's who Al has in mind is Winston Moss because he's a former Raider. I think that uh, if it doesn't work out with Moss, then Bresnahan gets the job offered. But if Moss uh, signs on, then uh, then he gets the defensive coordinator gig. It's just 
because Moss is being coveted by other teams as well. Eagles are also interested in Moss. So, you know, that's what I mean. He might not come with us if he goes on for more money. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, Bersman's okay. Uh, I'm excited about the new year, man. I mean, it's February, and I kind of wish football (laughs) – kind of wish we were getting started already because – I'm really excited. I really like this team. I think that if we're able to sign some of these free agents like uh, like uh, Namdi and, and Seymour, I really like this team that we have. I think that this team that we have is capable of making the playoffs next year for sure, and I'm expecting us to win our division. You know, the expectations are much higher, and I'm just I'm stoked. I mean, let's, fuck, let's get it on now, man. Bring on the Broncos. Bring on the Chargers. Uh, bring on the fucking Niners. I hate those guys. Anyway, um, that's it. Just want to get my two cents in on this uh, early off season in the Super Bowl. Uh, thanks for the podcast, Raider Greg. Greg, can't wait to hear the next one. Bye. Yeah, I thought Pittsburgh was going to get punked as well. Uh, it was a pretty good Super Bowl. I'm glad they lost, though. Uh, as far as Nambi goes and the signings of free agents, I think Seymour signing says it all. Mr. Davis is ready to pay the money, and it's going to happen. Uh, as far as uh, Bresnahan, he will be the defensive coordinator for the Oakland Raiders. That's what I think. I don't think there's been another deal made. I think he's the man, and I think he'll do a good job. Uh, and I'm saying the same thing. Bring on the Bronco hose. Bring on the chargeless, nutless, boltless chargers. Bring all them bitches on because I'm ready for some football right now. I think we can make a run this season to the playoffs. I really do. Next is my very good brother, Raider Maniac. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Maniac. I want to apologize for my last phone call, being that it was so depressing. But, you know, it gets kind of disappointing every time you turn around, you know, we changed head coaches. We changed, hell, we changed the whole fucking coaching staff this time. You know, I just don't get some of that stuff, but, oh, well, I guess. And I'd like to say congratulations to Rod Woodson on becoming our defensive backs coach. That was, to me, was a great hire. One of the best in the league coming to our town and helping our young players get better. I want to talk about the Hall of Fame bullshit. It is bullshit. Not because Tim Brown didn't get in, but you got they didn't even put one wide receiver in. You got Andre Reed, Chris Carter, Tim Brown, all three much deserving players to get in the Hall of Fame. Only one of them even made the 10 list, the top 10. There was a player on the top 10. I had no idea why he was even on the top 15. His name's Curtis Martin. What the fuck did he do to deserve to be on that list ahead of a guy like Charles Haley, Cortez Kennedy, Damani Dawson, Andre Reed? Chris Carter, Tim Brown. And when is my all-time favorite Raider even going to get any love? That's Lester Hayes. 
You're right. He did change the game. He was a converted linebacker, six foot one, two hundred fifteen pounds. The original shutdown corner, in my opinion. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Hopefully, they're not holding him back because of that stickum crap. If that's the case, what about Fred Bolitnikoff? He used it too. Hopefully one day Lester Hayes will get his his due and he'll get in there. Looking forward to more acquisitions in this off season. Hopefully we can have another solid draft like we had last year. Bring in some good free agents. And repeat what we did last year or even better. For now I'm out. Go Raiders. There's a man with some knowledge right there, folks. Listen to Raider Maniac. The guy knows football. You know, look at the Hall of Fame. Like I said before, what a sham. Uh, Look at uh, the Oakland Raiders have a chance to really repeat. Like he said, I agree totally or do better. I'd love to see this next draft class. One thing at a time, though, the free agent signings must happen. And I have a feeling that Raider Maniac agrees with me here. They will get the job done for sure. Thanks for the call, my brother. Next is Raider Sambo from Stillwater, Oklahoma. Check it out. What's up, Raider Nation? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Sambo from Stillwater, Oklahoma. And uh, it's Valentine's Day, and... I just found out that Rod Woodson, Hall of Fame Rod Woodson, is uh, going to be the Raiders' defensive backs coach. That's fucking awesome. This Raider coaching staff is really coming together with Al Saunders, Chucky B, and now Rod Woodson. Uh, man, I'm excited now. Last time I called, I was really down in the dumps, but now, now I'm pumped. I can't wait to fucking see this team play and get out there. You know, uh, unfortunately, there's some bad news, you know. Um, Michael Bush uh, arrested for drunk driving, or driving while intoxicated, uh, which is pretty much the same thing. I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> I'm intoxicated. Um, you know, I'm, I'm ex- he probably won't get signed now, I don't think. You know, that's, he shouldn't have done that. That's really going to affect Al Davis's decision to give him a contract. You know, that sucks. Um, from what I hear, they're going to franchise tag uh, Zach Miller. I'm, yeah, totally. Get, keep him on the team for sure. Uh, you know, get Richard Seymour, give him a big, you know, four-year, five-year deal. He wants to retire as a Raider, so fucking let him do it. I'll pay him the goddamn money. You know, Osmore... Now, here's where I think it's kind of, there might be some, with the hiring of Rod Woodson, I hope Al Davis didn't hire Rod Woodson so that he could let go of Osamoah so Rod Woodson can get everybody else, you know, Chris Johnson, uh, Stanford Rao, if we keep him, um, Walter McFadden, um, Jeremy Wade, or Webb Wade, (laughs) uh, get them ready to become good defensive backs. I hope that's not the case. 
because I, I want to see Osmoah in a jersey. He wants to be a Raider. You know, Al needs to just pay him a shit ton of money. And um, we need to keep these great football players around. You know, I don't... He says, you know, for the price that we're going to pay Osmoah, we can get three players. We're not going to get three Osmoahs, though. So we might as well get one guy that will take away half the field then get three guys that fucking suck dick and are, you know, oblivious to what's going on out there. He could take away at least one guy, you know. What we need to be focusing on is getting a guy to go across the field from him. You know, we've tried, um, we've tried a couple different things, you know, and so far it's not really working out. But I'm hoping Hal Davis keeps awesome one because look at Charles Woodson. You know, we got rid of Charles Woodson. He goes to the Packers. He's been defensive player of the year. They just won the Super Bowl. You know, don't let this kind of player go. And uh, that's all I really got to say. I love the podcast, guys. Um, keep up the good work. Greater Greg, Greater Randy, Greater Nation. Win, loss, or tie. Raider till I fucking die. Um, peace. First off, Michael Bush is going no place. You know, the guy was drafted here, and he didn't even have a chance with any other team, and Al gave him a chance. He's not going to go anywhere. He's a Raider. He wants to stay a Raider, and he will be a Raider. Namdi Asamoah, same thing. Woodson is just going to make the rest of the defensive backs better. Mitchell, you know, all, all these guys, Tyvon Branch, all these guys are just ready to break out. We have a good coach now, hopefully would be able to cover the field and make it happen. Namdi's going to stay. He has to stay if we want to make a Super Bowl run, and that's what I'm talking about here, a Super Bowl run. Thanks for the phone call and the props, my brother. Next, we have my good brother, Lil Raider. What's up, man? Hell yeah, Raider Nation. Rod Woodson. Bad with those silver and black, man. Black and silver, black and silver. Yeah. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. You don't even know. Now, this right here might help Asamoa stay in Oakland. Real talk. Because Asamoa always credited um, Ron Wilson to become the player he is. So, I feel a, a I don't want to say like a like a change because it already changed, but like a positive off season already. And then we got with Snooski to coast the line. I'm loving this off season so far. Hugh Jackson, Rod Woodson. I'm loving it. Red Nation out. It is looking good, man. I'm telling you, that's why a lot of us out here. I can't wait for that season to start. We want to see a solid draft. We want to see our good free agents picked up and signed and perhaps a couple bonuses, maybe Ocho Stinko, you never know. But it's looking good so far. I think we should be more positive here about what's happening. Uh, don't be down on the Namdi thing, and don't be worried about people leaving. we got to just let the Raiders do their thing. But uh, it's going to happen, and it looks good. The coaching staff definitely looks good, brother. Next, another very good brother and friend of this show, Obi-Wan Raider. 
up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here from Houston, Texas. Just surveying the land of football purgatory. Fucking greedy-ass owners. Retarded-ass fucking players. I know it's a business, but these sons of bitches are going to have a lot of fights on their damn hands if they fuck around and have this lockout in football. It's a $9 billion industry. Why fuck with it? My grandpa used to say, Junior, if it ain't broke, don't fucking fix it. I don't understand what's going on, Raider Greg. What enough about the fucking NFL. It's all about the Raiders. I got to say, man, I am really excited with the hiring of Rod Woodson. Bringing back the Wiz. The dirtiest player in football in that era. I think what Al Davis is trying to do is actually, with Hugh Jackson, allow him to put together a crack team. I mean, bringing back a guy like Greg Beekert and promoting him, guy was a seventh-round fucking pick as a middle linebacker, and no one thought he'd do anything. And as one uh, Raider fan pointed out a couple of months back, it was Beekert that deciphered Peyton Manning's cadences, which were the key to that game turning around when we had Gannon and Rice and Brown. You know, the more and more I look at it after our 8-8 eight and eight season, this team is really trying to do things the way a real football team is supposed to. Love the fact that Richard Seymour just got signed to a two-year extension. They picked up the uh, um, extension on Cam Wembley also. Now we just have to worry about Zach Miller. Michael Bush screwed himself by getting the fucking DUI, knowing how the league cracks down on that with Goodell in his iron hand. I'm just ready for the draft, man. I hope the owners get this shit worked out. I'm uh, really looking forward to this year. And, you know, one last fucking thing. You know, there's still people talking about the Tom Cable shit. You know what? Fuck Tom Cable. He's gone. Everyone says, yeah, he changed the culture. He was in control of that offense for years. Hugh Jackson came in in one year and had the offensive players playing in the way that's best for them. One year versus three years. You know, they say that some people in your life for a lifetime, some for a season. Well, the season of Tom Cable is over. Let's all get behind Hugh Jackson. Let's rally behind him. Hopefully we can get more free agents. Make fucking that punk-ass no-catching son of a bitch, Darius Hayward Bay, fucking take a pay cut. We can get a hell of a lot more fucking players. Obi-Wan Raider, out. Raider Greg, sorry took so long on it, man. Just give him my two cents, brother. Peace. What's up, Raider Randy? I'm glad, man. Obi-Wan's got the positive attitude going, man. That's how we should all be. The Richard Seymour deal, you know they're working behind the scenes to get other people signed. Zach Miller, Bush. I think the Bush DUI is nothing. You know, as, as compared to his talent and his real true character, come on. The guy's not a jerk. He's not a D'Angelo Hall. He's not a, you know... You know, he's just not a not a jerk. He's a good guy. If you ever met him, you'd know what kind of man he is. Al's going to keep him. DUI means nothing. I'm looking forward to the draft, too. I'd like to see with this new coaching staff, we better be doing some damn good drafting and some great free agent acquisitions. That's all I got to say. Thanks for the call, my brother. Next, we have Lil Rada laying it out for us, man. What you got? Yeah, was happening, Red Nation, a little spark out east side Oakland again. All right, one down and like, but 30 more to go. No, I'm playing. 
We are Richard Seymour. All right, we got him locked up. Fifteen million a year. It's all good. Um, now the next one. In my in order, this is how it's gonna go of resignings. The next one, Namdi Asma. Third, Zach Miller. He gonna get franchised. All right, so let's say Seymour and Miller taken care of. So that leaves. Asamoah and Wembley got signed to or whatever. I think they had a buyback option or something like that. So, assuming Miller is getting the franchise, Seymour is already signed, and uh, Wembley is back. All right, that leaves. I'm the Asamoah, who we could probably get at $15 million a year, too, since our quarterback don't get paid, you know, like, you know, a Peyton Manning or a, or a, Drew Brees or Philip Rivers. So, Asamoah has got to be the next one signed. And now, after that, Michael Huff. That's right. I'm saying it, Michael Huff. He was an all-pro, believe it or not. Michael Huff. And after Michael Huff, Stanford route. Yes, Stanford route. And after Stanford route, Michael Bush. We have to keep those right there. Have to. A must. Robert Gallery? Yes. But I don't know if we're, if we're going to resign him. Who else is a free agent? I, I can't think off the top of my head, but um, they're not core players like the ones I just mentioned. So we have to keep those. Right in nation. What you think? I'm out. Peace. Well, I have to agree with Huff and Route. I know I'm going to get a lot of, oh, but I do. With Woodson there to help, man, those guys are starting to come out. They're just starting to get there. We got to give them this year, man, because they're just getting there. They're doing it. I agree. This is the season they need to break out. One of them at least is going to make it to the Pro Bowl if we have these players signed up and wrapped up like I think we are. I'm not too worried about the free agents here in Oakland. Uh, I shouldn't be because you shouldn't be either because I was going to get it done. It all comes down to that money thing, and money is what happens. Darius Hayward Bay needs to have his contract restructured uh, as well. So we we have some movement there. We can do some things. Got to wait for the CBA to be done, find out how much money we get, uh, what the cap number is, so we can spend that money on the players we have because we got a hell of a team, as you know. Next, I have a brother that I haven't heard from in some time, but he's in the house now. Check out the wisdom behind Lou Dog from sunny Southern California. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Lou Dog. It's been a while. Since I've called, once again, we find ourselves in the offseason and trying to make some moves to improve in the next season coming up. Uh, just calling in today uh, to give my insight on these latest events that have been going on in Raiderland. As we all know, there's been major coaching changes. Some were obvious, and I'm talking about the head coach position. One move that I'm very surprised that the Raiders made, and I'm very happy that they made, 
was the hiring of Rod Woodson, a Hall of Famer and a former Raider player. So this guy knows what being a Raider is about. This guy knows what being the top at his position is about. Another thing uh, is our free agent players or possible free agent players that we need to retain. As we all know, Seymour just got signed to a big contract, and that was a big plus. You know, hopefully they'll continue to to improve the defensive line. Keeping him alone is a very, very huge plus because obviously he elevates the game of the players around him. Uh, Wembley, I guess we got him locked up. He came from from the Browns last year. He played for us, and he had a hell of a year. Uh, he was kind of like one of those under-the-radar type of trades, so glad to have Wembley back. Uh, the only one left that concerns me the most is Asamoah. He's one of the top corners in the league. Even though he did slip a little bit this past season, uh, they did test him, and in some occasions he didn't he didn't pass that test. Now, hopefully he can get his feet under him, and maybe restructure his contract or try to work something out to stay with the Raiders and continue his growth because I know he's a an asset to our defense. And on the offensive side, the two uh, biggest concerns that are on my mind right now are Zach Miller, our tight end, and Robert Gallery. Now, I know we have the franchise tag available still because we signed Seymour to a natural contract. Now, hopefully, if the franchise tag is going to be used, I'd rather it be used on Zach Miller than Robert Gallery. Um, Robert Gallery, I hope they can work out a contract deal with him and keep him because, you know, even though he's not one of the top offensive linemen, I mean, he, he's still good, and we could we could definitely use him. And as for Zach Miller, of course, he made it to his first Pro Bowl so that's a big plus. You know, hopefully he'll continue to grow also with uh, Jason Campbell as quarterback because it's obvious, the Raider Nation, it's obvious that we needed a quarterback. A lot of people didn't think Jason Campbell was going to be able to handle that that pressure of being a Raider quarterback. But if I were to give him an overall grade for the season, I'd give him a C for average. He can improve himself, uh, but he did help us in gaining some some momentum on offense, um, that's a big plus. So under our new coach, I'm pretty sure he can improve. So only time will tell. Well, Raider Nation, once again, this is Lou Dog out here in uh, Southern California. Um, I know it's been a while since I've been on the podcast. Hopefully I could get on this time uh, since there's not that many callers calling in anymore. And uh, hopefully uh, Raider Greg and... Randy, you guys can uh, find it in your heart, your Raider hearts, to forgive all the bullshit I talked in uh, in last season. Um, that's just coming from a frustrated Raider fan, man. You know, I'll never stop being a Raider, and I'll never stop loving my Raider Nation. That's one thing for sure. Well, till the next time, Raider Nation. Uh, once again, this is Lou Dog, and I'm signing out. All good points, my man. I think what it comes down to is we do have a reason to be positive. We're making some moves forward. You know, uh, I agree with Gallery. 
I think Huff and uh, Rouch should stay as well, especially with the Woodson signing. Uh, you know, we got a lot to look forward to. The draft is very important. Our free agent pool, we got to keep these guys together, man. And I'm looking forward to a good season next year, as I think you are too. So let's just wait and see. But a lot of good wisdom there from Dog. Next, we have Rada Davis from Santa Barbara, California. Check him out, man. Hey, Rada Greg. This is Rada Davis from coming down to Santa Barbara, California. Um, I was just thinking about free agency and how we're going to re-sign like, all 25 of our people and how we re-signed Richie Seymour to a two-year deal. I think it was like $30 million. And uh, Al Davis didn't want to re-sign Osamoa for that much. And um, I was just thinking about our safeties. We don't have any depth. Uh, Bob Sanders would be a great addition to our safety core. He's injury prone, but he'd he'd be great. Um, and about the draft and what we need, and they're saying that we need an offensive lineman, even though we're kind of good on the offensive lineman side. That we saw that from our running game and our like pass protection. And uh, I was thinking that we need uh, like a tall wide receiver or something. Yeah, hopefully you put this on your podcast because your podcasts are great, and I just want people to know out there that the Raiders are stepping up, and they'll be a great a great team next year, better than this year, and hopefully we'll make it somewhere. All right, late. Well, first, thanks for the props, my brother. Also, when it comes down to safeties, man, we got good safeties. Now we have a great coach for those safeties. I think we're set pretty well in that position if we keep a Samoa, then we'll be good. And I mean real good. O-line? Yeah, we had a better O-line, but we need some depth in that position. We need to get a couple more big boys up in front to make sure Campbell stays healthy because that's a prime directive this season. Keep Campbell on the field. Keep that ball moving. And you can only do that through a good offensive line. Wide receiver? I think we're doing better and better every season with the guys we have. Darius Hayward Bay better re restructure his contract to take a lot less dough, bro, or we could get rid of his goat smelling rear end tomorrow. We should pick up a guy like Osho Cinco. Hey, man, I'm going to say it again. People get pissed, but T.O. wouldn't be a bad thing either. He wouldn't play every down, but he'd be in there as a threat, and I'm sure that we could get the ball to the guy. But Osho Cinco seems to be good. Santana Moss is always already a name that's been mentioned, too. So let's just take a look and see what we got. I will say this. It is looking very nice for the Raiders. Well, Little Raider did call back and, and mention that we don't have a first-round pick and that it would be interesting to see if they use that money towards Namdi. Yeah. It's Little Raider back again. And I just thought of something. Now tell me if this sounds weird, well, not weird, but interesting. Raiders don't have a first-round pick this year. You'd think they would use that first-round money on Namdi Asamoah. Bet you guys didn't think of that, huh? Raider Nation out. Well, that would be a good idea. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Al Davis promised that he would have a first-round pick, if you all remember 
his conversation last year. So, uh, well, you know, it goes, it goes to be seen, remains to be seen what we got going on. I know we got to get some good picks. I don't care what round we have to have good impact players. Like we need another draft like this year, man, this season's draft was the best in years. And with this coaching staff we have right here, it's only going to get better. So let's just look positive. Let's be positive about our Oakland Raiders. That's all I'm worried about. CBA will take care of itself. It's the Raiders that we have to worry about, and I'm not too worried. We have a hell of a team. I think we all see that. I think Mr. Davis sees that, and I think that's our direction. Uh, The coaching staff is telling me a whole lot about this next season, so I am pumped. You should be pumped. And stay tuned, man, because the Raider news will continue to roll out, and it'll be right here on the Raider Nation podcast. Stay here, man. You know it's going to be happening. We're going to keep this show rolling through the offseason, and I appreciate y'all listening to me right here at the Raider Nation podcast. And on that, I am Raider Greg, and I am out. Out.